Welcome to the Bible Truth Podcast with Ron and Tim Reynolds, pastors and Bible teachers. Pastor Ron and Pastor Tim combined for more than 70 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Listen now as they share the eternal truths of the Bible. All right, chapter 25, verse 1, counting down 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 1 says, These are also Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied out. So evidently there were some scribes that had copied out the Proverbs that we have here in the book of Proverbs, you must remember that Solomon wrote over 3,000 Proverbs. Um, that's what the Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 4 and verse 32. So uh, that's, uh, that's what we have uh, that the Holy Spirit uh, directed Solomon to write. And uh, these are a few of those, uh, these 31 chapters in uh, the book of Proverbs is from the 3,000 that he wrote. Um, verse two says, "It is the glory; it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, to hide it, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter." So God conceals things, uh, and uh, kings that are wise uh, will bring honor to themselves by searching out what uh, God has concealed. You know, that's why the Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, you know, the truths of God are like a gold mine that are found in God's word. But uh, as a prospector would have to go in and uh, take a pick and dig out the gold, uh, so we have to do as uh, with the word of God. There are nuggets of gold uh, regarding the truths of God that we ought to dig out. So it's an honor uh, to for a leader uh, to discover uh, hidden truths, uh, whether they be hidden truths of man that man has concealed are even more important, the hidden truths of God. The Bible says in verse 3, the heaven for height and the earth for depth and the heart of kings is unsearchable. Well, here we have a comparison between uh, the uh, imme- immeasurable uh, things of, of the world, the height of the heavens and whatever. And so the kings, uh, a, a king, uh, also to figure out what a king is going to do, what his rationale is for uh, deciding to do something, uh, only the king knows. Verse, uh, or a person in, in leadership. Uh, you know, they have that responsibility of uh, coming up with an idea. Uh, And, of course, the wise thing to do is ask God to help you if you're in a leadership position. Verse 4, Take away the dross from the silver, and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. Uh, Take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne shall be established in righteousness. Just like you would take um, gold and purify it, uh, get the dross out of the silver and whatever, uh, you've got to get the dross away to make the gold valuable. Same thing about a nation or a kingdom. 
the a wise king will get rid of the wicked, or he will deal with the wicked anyway, um, and root out the, those that are that are causing uh, trouble for the kingdom. Uh, and when he does that, it'll be a wise thing for him to do. He cannot let the wicked overpower the good. Now, here's some advice uh, that uh, we see, and uh, I think it's it's uh, valuable to all of us. Put not forth thyself in the presence of a king, or stand in the place of great men. The point is, uh, don't barge in uh, to a uh, meeting in the Oval Office. Don't put yourself in a position where you are going to uh, assert yourself or uh, you want uh, to get your opinion out or whatever. No, you approach people who are in authority in an humble way uh, and not in a way that I want to, I want whatever it is I, I'm demanding or whatever. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere that way. Uh, you must approach those that are in authority over you that uh, can help you be successful. Approach them not in a bold, assertive way, but in an humble, uh, quiet way, uh, or you will be thrown out of the place. That's just the way it goes. Verse 7, it's better, for better it is that it be said unto thee, come up hither, than that thou shouldest be put lower in the presence of the prince or the leader whom thine eyes have seen. Once again, it's talking about having a, a humble attitude before those in authority. It's better that uh, rather than barge in and say, I want the front seat, it's better for them to invite you to come in uh, and sit in the front seat uh, in a humble way. Uh, and uh, it's certainly true that it's, 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 it's better to be humble in spirit than it is to be proud in spirit. Go not forth hastily to strive, lest thou know not what to do in the end thereof, when thy neighbor hath put thee to shame. Uh, it's saying here that we ought to be careful about quarreling with our neighbors. Uh, don't just, you know, uh, decide you want to have an argument with a neighbor for no reason whatsoever, or maybe just because there's something that you don't like that's going on. Be, be careful about that. It's possible that you might lose the fight, whether it be a fist fight or whether it be a, a fight in a court of law. Uh, and, and, and then what are you going to do then? Uh, well, you're not benefit any. So uh, don't go hastily to strive. Don't, uh, don't ask for uh, a controversy or, or trouble. Verse uh, verse 9, debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself and discover not a secret to another. Don't go around and tell everybody else, the other neighbors, what you're going to do to this neighbor. Uh, go to that neighbor that, that you have a disagreement with or you have a, a grievance against. Go to him man to man, a person to person, woman to woman. And uh, that way you get you cut through everything. You don't broadcast all of uh, your troubles to everybody else, uh, but uh, just go to the source and, and, and sit down with that person and, and talk about it and uh, settle it yourself. And it says in verse 10, continuing this thought, lest he that heareth it put thee to shame 
and thine infamy turn not away. In other words, you'll get a bad reputation and it'll just follow you from then on that you're, you're a person that causes trouble. Verse 11. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Uh, apples of gold in a picture frame of silver. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. And it's saying here that uh, a word that's spoken uh, right a soft answer, the Bible says, turneth away wrath, and a word rightly spoken is, is a beautiful thing. It's, it's the way that it ought to be. It's at the appropriate time. And uh, matter of fact, the less you can say, the better off you will be. Uh, verse 12, uh, more analogies here. Uh, As an earring of gold, a gold earring, and an ornament of fine gold, maybe a necklace, so is a wise reprover to an obedient ear. So the person that will uh, reprove you when you do wrong, uh, you ought to be wise enough to listen to what they have to say. If it's con constructive criticism, don't get mad about. Uh, to, don't get mad at your friend that tells you the truth and that tells you what you ought to do, but rather appreciate him. Have an obedient ear. Some people cannot handle criticism, uh, and that kind of person will not uh, uh, have a lot of friends. That's for sure. Verse thirteen, as the cold of snow more analogies, as the cold of snow in the time of harvest. Now, the time of harvest was usually a, a hot uh, time uh, in the summertime, or the late autumn, or early autumn, rather. Uh, as the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refresheth the soul of his masters. Sometimes in the Middle East, um, it would just, for a brief time would snow. Uh, and of course it would just melt real quickly. But during the time that it snowed, it would be a refresh, a great refreshment. It's like a good rain in the, in the summertime when it's a hundred degrees, it refreshes. So it is with a person that is a faithful messenger, someone that you can depend on, uh, and someone that will uh, tell the truth and uh, that, uh, again, like, you know, uh, you, you have someone that's working for you and they're dependable and they're faithful. It's refreshing to have that kind of, of a worker. Verse 14, whoso boasteth himself of a false gift is like clouds of wind without rain. Now, someone that brags on his, uh, you know, his abilities or her abilities and I'm so great and whatever, uh, most of the time it's all wind and uh, no storm. As the old Indian said, all smoke and no fire. Uh, and uh, so uh, that person that is proud, that boasts himself, that he has a gift that he really doesn't have, uh, is like clouds and wind without rain. It may look good, but there's no real production from it. Uh, verse 15. By long forbearing, putting up with something, is a prince persuaded, and a soft tongue breaketh the bone. Well, the thought here is in regards to uh, a perseverance. And uh, if you're going to pers persuade someone that uh, is an authority over you, 
um, you need to uh, you need to speak softly. Uh, a, a soft tongue can uh, deal with things that are difficult. If you have a hard tongue and you have hard problems, uh, that's not going to work. But uh, a soft tongue, one that is willing to speak softly uh, and deal with hard issues uh, is what God is talking about here. That's how we should be. Verse 16, Hast thou found honey? Eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. The point is, have some self-control. Don't uh, overindulge in anything uh, because uh, you'll make yourself sick. Uh, verse uh, 17, withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest he be weary of thee and so hate thee. That's just common sense. Don't go over to your neighbor and stay up until one or two o'clock in the morning and hear this neighbor's got to go to work at six o'clock. Uh, use uh, your common sense. Withdraw your foot. Go home. Uh, uh, in other words, don't stay very long when you go to visit someone. Uh, they've got a life to live, and you're infringing upon what they've got to do and what they want to do by being someone that is uh, uh, staying too late at their house. Just use good manners. I think the golden rule is probably in play here. Uh, doing to others as you would have them doing to you. Would you want someone staying till two o'clock in the morning if you had to go to work at six o'clock? Uh, I don't think so. Well, then don't be a person that does that. Verse 18, a man that beareth false witness against his neighbor is a maul uh, and a sword and a sharp arrow, which means that if you uh, tell a lie about your neighbor, it's going to cause them pain confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. Well, a broken tooth or a foot out of joint, that really hurts. And uh, that's really painful. And so it is with uh, someone that you have trusted, but they're unfaithful, uh, where, whether it be an unfaithful husband to a wife or an unfaithful wife to a husband, uh, it hurts. And it hurts uh, deeply within the inner being of a person. Uh, it's like a person that has a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. Painful. Now here we have uh, two analogies in verse 20. As he that taketh away a garment in cold weather, someone that takes your coat when it's really cold, and as vinegar upon nitri, uh, so is he... That's the analogy that singeth songs to a heavy heart. If someone has a heavy heart, they don't want you to cheer them up with a song. Uh, it's like uh, taking away somebody's coat when it's cold or uh, here this uh, vinegar uh, upon nitri uh, evidently has something to do with, uh, it puts off an awful odor. And uh, so singing songs to someone that's brokenhearted, whatever, you may think you're going to cheer them up, but it's going to cause more harm than good. Uh, verse 21, if thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water for thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head and the Lord shall reward thee. 
basically it's the same thing Jesus said uh, in uh, the uh, Sermon on the Mount is to love your enemies, do good to them that despitefully use you. Uh, of course, the Apostle Paul uh, taught the same thing in Romans chapter 12, verses 21. Well, actually, verses 20 through 20, 20 through verse 22. Uh, overcome uh, evil with good, not uh, overcome uh, good with evil. Uh, and uh, we should be aware of that. Verse 23, the north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance and a backbiting tongue. So someone that is a backbiter, that's a gossip, uh, that uh, it's like uh, a, a wind, north wind that drives away the rain. You need the rain, but the wind drives it away. Well, that's the way that a backbiting tongue can be. It can, it, it can drive away the good. So how do you keep that from happening? Well, the Bible says uh, a stern frown, a stern look, a angry countenance. In other words, you show your disapproval uh, to a person that wants to gossip to you about somebody else. Just just frown and, and, and don't listen to it. And in verse 24 uh, here, uh, Solomon has said this uh, a couple of times already, and it's a warning to uh, not marry a wife that wants to argue and that wants to uh, cause all kinds of problems. You'd be wise not to marry a woman like that. He says it is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop upon a flat roof just in a corner by yourself than with a brawling woman in a wide house. You'd be better to be on that housetop uh, by yourself than living with a woman that is going to nag and that's going to want to argue all the time. And that could be vice versa. It'd be better for a woman to stay on a housetop than with a man that's that way. But here we have it addressed to the man uh, about a brawling or a troublemaking woman. Uh, better do that than live with her in a big house, in a mansion. As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. Well, uh, when you get good news from a far country, uh, that's refreshing. And that's the point. It's refreshing uh, when we uh, receive good news from a far country. Verse 25, a riotous man falling down before the wicked is as a troubled fountain and a corrupt spring. Uh, when a, uh, a righteous person falls down before the wicked... Uh, it's uh, it's a it's it's injustice. Uh, it's it's not right. And uh, the trouble fountain is speaking here of a fountain that has been contaminated by something. Uh, someone has poisoned the fountain, or it's got uh, some kind of disease uh, that's in the waters. Uh, in other words, it's it's not right. Uh, it's unjust when a righteous man. Uh, has to fall down before a wicked person, be like a righteous man falling down before a wicked king. Uh, it's, uh, it's a travesty of justice. Verse 27, it's not good to eat much honey, for so, uh, so for men to search their own glory is not glory. Well, it's just simply saying if you eat too much honey, you're going to get sick. Uh, and a person that advertises his own glory is sickening to other people. They don't want to hear it. If he's good, how great I am, what I've accomplished, people don't want to hear that. Really, people do not want to hear much about us. 
we'd be wise when we uh, converse with other people to talk more about them and their their family and and what they're doing than talk about ourselves human nature is such that we really don't care a whole lot about what the what's happening to the other person uh, but we need to be wiser than that. We ought to show interest in the other person and not interest in ourselves and not talk about us. It's not all about us. Now, verse 28. He that hath no rule over his spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. In ancient times, the walls protected the city. And if the walls were broken down, then the enemy could come in and overthrow the city, overthrow the people. Well, it's saying here that a person that cannot uh, have self-discipline enough to uh, keep himself out of trouble uh, is like, you know, he, he's going to open himself up to, to problems. And uh, he's un, if he's undisciplined uh, in his uh, thinking and in his actions, uh, he is uh, an accident waiting to happen, as someone says. And uh, so the point is that we need to be disciplined in our life, self-disciplined. And if we're self-disciplined, we're not as likely to be overthrown by uh, someone else. Uh, it just pays to be self-disciplined in life. The Bible teaches that so much through the book of Proverbs. Or that ends chapter uh, 25, and we'll talk about chapter 26 in our next session. You've been listening to the Bible Truth Podcast with your host pastors, Tim and Ron Reynolds. They can be contacted on the Mount Vernon Baptist Temple Facebook page, or you may send Pastor Tim an email to T-I-M-R-E-Y-1 at hotmail.com. Or if you prefer, mail correspondence to Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Again, that's Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Thank you for listening.